In New Zealand, COVID-19 continues to hit Pacific peoples hard, with one of the highest hospitalisation rates due to high case numbers. Pacific peoples also made up 43% of all hospitalisations in the outbreak, and this peaked above 50% earlier on. Speaking at a press conference, the Fono Chief Executive Tevita Funaki says Pacifica are still some of the most vulnerable to the outbreak. It became evident very early in the pandemic that Pacifica peoples were most likely to be severely impacted by COVID-19 due to the nature of the rapid transmission rates in large households and gatherings. Our churches, communities and school events have all been affected over the last two years. Often multi-generational households have been impacted and families have lost loved ones. And it continues to hit us hard. Pacific people still have some of the highest hospitalisation rates in the Omicron outbreak due to the volume of cases. Since August last year, more than 70,000 Pacific people have contracted COVID-19 and we together with other collective partners have worked on a regional basis to ensure families are supported. But the work began well before then. Our team have set up testing sites that have been running since 2020. We have established our first Pacific-led vaccination centre in Westgate, West Auckland in May 2021 and have vaccinated more than 92,000 people through that site. And our communities rallied to get people protected with multiple and ethnic-specific pop-up vaccination events where over 31,000 received their COVID-19 vaccine. South Point family doctor Fiona Shepard says she's proud of the collective effort by Pacific Health providers during the Auckland outbreak. I feel very humbled to have been part of a team who have supported our Pacifica communities in a time of such huge anxiety and heartbreaking time for many. We have been supporting the Pacific team at Farnell HQ since the end of last year. Since that time, we have supported tens of thousands of people during their home isolation period. We have also managed to, on a priority basis, manage the different families. Each day, the team at the Coordination Hub will clinically assess which level of support families need. And from there, they reach out to the various collective partners, including ourselves, to do a number of similar triaging phone calls. Collectively, we are making several thousand calls a day to understand the needs of those isolating at home, to ensure they get the right support that they need. In some cases, these families may require a daily call from a doctor or GP to make sure that their symptoms are not worsening. Or in some cases, it may be that they need food or welfare support. And that is where the collective members swing into action providing food and welfare supplies where the need exists. It is a well-oiled, collaborative, coordinated approach, based on supporting those seen at highest risk first. To put this in perspective, in the peak of the outbreak, there were 5,000 Pacific cases daily. In the surge, the collective part partners managed the highest 1,500 families, the Pacific Coordination Hub managed the next three to 4,000 at-risk families and aimed for first contact within 24 hours of the hub being notified of cases. 
It has been incredibly rewarding being able to support this work and to be a part of keeping our people safe. She says although it's been tough, the worst is not over yet. We know the pandemic has hit many of our Pacifica peoples particularly hard and we've all known friends and family who have really suffered both loss and significant hardship over the past two years. As a GP, I see firsthand every day just how hard it is for our communities. And we know that while the numbers are coming down, it is certainly not the end of the pandemic for us. I want to take the opportunity to remind our people to be vigilant, continue to wear your masks, and think about how you can best protect those most vulnerable in your households and villages.